0: Listening to
1: darkness, Studio, let's
0: Kai Hong was a respectable tradesman from a town called Jingdu in China. His wife, Jen, was a real beauty and was the envy of the town. From the outside looking in, the two appeared to be dearly in love. But undeniably, every rose of romance has its share of cruel and hurtful thorns in the backdrop. Speaking of which, the Hong's marriage began to take a turn for the worst, when business became much more demanding and both were heavily occupied with maintaining the supply for the enormous demand in their business. Cotton and jade were exported in large amounts, so Mr. Hong had to visit numerous workshops in different parts of the country and was often gone. Jen would help her husband oversee the local businesses while tending to the housework, food, and other matters. By and by, the duties became a bit too much to bear, and they decided to hire a maid. The maid's services came highly recommended by Mr. Hong's business partner, as she was his niece, so Kai accepted the referral to improve business relations between the two. Bao, the young maid of 22 years of age, was quite attractive. Though she was not as beautiful as Jen, (laughs) she had noticeable charisma and often made Mr. Hong blush and smile. She didn't dress like a conventional maid, wearing provocative dresses while working, and was quite talkative to her husband. This made Jen jealous, but because of the business arrangement with her husband's partner, she was reluctant to make trouble about it, especially since the maid worked so well. As the weeks progressed, she became more and more envious and often quarreled with her husband about his gentleness for the new maid, which distanced her husband even more. In hindsight, Jen felt a bit subconscious as the two had been trying to conceive a child for years and had been unsuccessful. She worried that her husband may take interest in the younger woman for that reason. Flustered and doubtful, she pondered about what to do. A few weeks later, Jen was on her way to the local factory when she bumped into a new neighbor named Sue. The two introduced themselves, and Jen learned that her neighbor's husband was a silk distributor and that she was a shadow puppet crafter. Jen was impressed and enjoyed her company very much. Sue was a woman in her 30s with ordinary features, but very talkative. So the two began meeting often. When Jen visited Sue's home, she found that there was also a maid at her house, yet everyone seemed to be getting along very well. Sue's maid was a little over 20 years old and very pretty. After several more weeks of meeting Sue, Jen never heard any complaints about the maid and saw that Sue's husband was very much in love with his wife. They always stood so close together, and he always had a smile that lingered. So one day, while visiting, Jen asked Sue,
1: Even though you have such a young and beautiful maid in your home, you and your husband seem to do so well together. Please tell me your secret.
0: How do you manage it? Jen went on to explain her insecurities at home with her husband and the maid. Sue sighed and looked away, as if she was quite familiar with the situation, then said,
1: It's not easy to keep your beauty as you age. Young women are beautiful only because they are young, but an older woman should be skilled in the art of attraction. It's you that's driving your husband away and drawing him closer to the maid.
0: Perplexed, Jen leaned forward, biting her lip in curiosity. She said,
1: What do you mean?
0: Sue advised,
1: I'll tell you what. From this point on, you should dress up in new, beautiful garments, do your hair and makeup flawlessly, and sleep in a separate room. If he comes to you, you should gently refuse him. In a couple of weeks, I'll explain what to do next.
0: Though feeling a bit unconvinced, Jin promised she'd give it a try. Su then gave her a tonic and instructed,
1: This is for your maid. Put this in her tea a few times per week. You would temporarily suppress her reproductive system. This way, even if there's a situation, you don't have to worry about illegitimacy.
0: Jin reluctantly took the bottle and asked,
1: It's just a temporary suppression, right?
0: Su assured her,
1: Of course, dear. I wouldn't lie to you.
0: Suddenly, Sue's nanny appeared and asked the two if they wanted any refreshments. Jen politely refused, staring at the maid's blank expression that she tried to hide with a quick smile. As it was getting late, Jen bid Sue and her nanny goodnight, while the two walked her to the door. The next day, Jen took Sue's advice and made sure to dress up her appearance. She served some tea with tonic and went about her day. She noticed her husband was a bit more talkative than usual to her as she nonchalantly (laughs) flaunted her beauty and flirted. Jen even lightened up on Bao, inviting her to join her and her husband for meals. However, she couldn't help but detect the maid's emotional withdrawal, fatigue, and incessant coughing lately. Though her husband insisted they share their bed, Jen kept to her ruse and continued to seductively refuse and sleep in the spare room. The next morning, Jen went to see Sue, who was getting ready to go to the Spring Outing Festival to partake in a local shadow puppet performance. She invited Jen to come along, and which she gladly accepted. They hurried inside to gather their things, when Jen smelled an offensive odor upon entering her home. Sue apologized for the smell and said the nanny had let some food spoil and didn't throw it out. She shouted to her maid that she was leaving, and the two left. The festival was wonderful as there were many vendors and performances throughout the town. Jen watched Sue's performance in awe as the crowd cheered at the shadow puppets' intricate movements and dances. They moved almost as if they were alive. Afterwards, the two beautiful women enjoyed the festivities for the whole day and indulged in wine with their dinner. Su then asked Jen about her situation and if it had improved or not. Jen smiled and explained that her husband has notably taken more interest in her and less in the maid. She also expressed her concern about the maid who had been progressively becoming ill as the days go on. Sue advised that she let up on the tonic and that to keep her husband's interest, she must do a little more. Captivated, Jen leaned in with curiosity. Sue said,
1: Tonight, after we return home, you'll let your husband see you just for an instant and then you'll go to your room. If he comes to your door, refuse him until he forces himself in. Only then you will share your bed with him. And regardless of what happens tonight, tomorrow you'll wear shabby clothes and shoes and do all the duties of the maid. If you can perform this, I promise you, your husband will be undoubtedly yours forever.
0: Jen's expression shows skepticism and amazement. But so far... Her advice had been quite helpful. She then asked Sue how she knew so much about what to do. Sue looked down and sighed as an obvious inkling of sorrow appeared in her eyes. She explained that she was once young also and was passionately in love. She said that she was very beautiful, yet had no charm. As a result, in the eyes of her husband, her beauty faded within a short time. She said he was the love of her life, yet she lost him to a young seductress. After the separation, the young woman used her charisma to take the remaining wealth that her husband had and left him, which ultimately led to his suicide. Sue looked into Jen's eyes and tearfully revealed that she didn't want her to experience that pain. So that is why she's helping her. After the moment of emotional bonding, the two tearful ladies finished their wine and stumbled home. When Jen got home, she did what Sue told her and let her husband steal a glimpse of her beauty as her complexion flushed feverishly from the wine. She glanced at him suggestively before going into her room, which enticed Mr. Hong to respond by demanding they sleep together and refusing to leave. That night, they were like newlyweds enjoying their honeymoon. The next morning, Jen continued to take Sue's advice and dressed down to a servant's attire. She did all the duties that the nanny was supposed to do and did it cheerfully. This alarmed her husband as they paid gratuitous amounts of money to the maid, yet it appeared she was of no use. When the nanny entered the room, Mr. Hong scolded her for her perceived laziness and redundancy. Bao looked completely different from the start of her employment with them as she stopped doing her hair, dressing up, wearing makeup and seemed to be losing her appeal. Her incessant coughing hadn't improved and she looked as if she was getting progressively worse. Though feeling pity and a bit of guilt, Jen smirked at the situation and continued the cleaning until the house was done. She then kissed her husband goodbye as he left for work and then went next door to visit Sue. The putrid stench hadn't improved as Jen made her way to Sue's front door. Holding her nose, she knocked and called out for her friend, but there was no answer. She turned around to leave and jumped in fright as Sue was standing right behind her. Sue explained that she was just on her way into town to buy some herbs to take care of her rodent problem, as many mice had moved in and left an awful odor inside. Jen asked if that was the source of the smell, and Sue affirmed that it was. Jen then asked if she can come along, as she wanted to fill her in on some good news. So the two left together and went into town. <laughs> When they arrived, the two ladies sat at a tea house while Jen explained how much better her marriage had become due to Sue's advice. She confessed, however, that a few things were still troubling her. She asked,
1: (laughs) So why did you ask me to make up and dress beautifully to seduce my husband, only to ask me to look shabby again later? What's the point behind refusing my husband in the first place?
0: Sue smiled and kindly looked at her friend and said,
1: don't you understand that men love what is new? They love young women, not necessarily because they are beautiful, but because they are new, and men like the rare opportunities of having another love. However, there always comes a time when they are tired of that woman, no matter how good she is.
0: Leaning in closer, Sue continued.
1: The reason for the contrasting appearance is that when you leave something alluring aside without looking at it, Soon it will appear as if it's a brand new. When a man suddenly sees women with makeup, it's almost as if they've spotted their new love. It's like a starving man suddenly seeing delicious food in front of him. Ordinary food immediately becomes tasteless. What do you do at this time is not let your man have you so easily. In your case, the maid becomes old and ordinary in comparison, while you become brand new. It's like he can easily have her, but you are hard to get.
0: Hearing this drew a clear picture in Jen's mind as she thanked her friend for helping her. She then asked her why she didn't have her maid gather the herbs for the infestation at home. Sue replied,
1: "Good help is so hard to find these days. I'm afraid I had to cut her loose. Say, how's your nanny doing? Has she recovered from her illness yet?
0: Jin shook her head and said that her husband is thinking of letting her go, as her service may no longer be needed. Sue noticed Jen concealing her happiness about it as she looked down. Sue then replied that she sent her sick nanny to her home tonight, so she can give her some herbs to help her recover. Jin agreed, yet asked if it would conflict with her husband. Sue scoffed.
1: He's a bit tied up recently. He'll never even know.
0: With that, the two returned home carrying the herbs together. That evening when Jen returned home, she noticed that Bao's condition was worsening and she began to worry. With no further delay, she demanded that she take the rest of the night off and sent her next door to receive some medicine. She promised to wait up for her until she returned. Bao thanked her and hurried off to the neighbors. When she arrived, she gagged as the place reeked of death. She knocked on the door only to see the door was already open, so she walked into the dark house. She called out for Sue and heard her in the back room say,
1: Come in, my dear. I have something for you.
0: Bao walked toward the dimly lit room and entered to see that it was empty. Suddenly, she felt (laughs) a piercing pain in her heel that shot through her body. She suddenly lost her ability to stand from the pain being so great. She screamed in agony and looked up and saw Sue standing over her with a kitchen blade. She looked down and saw that her Achilles tendon had been cut and she was unable to walk. Sue leaned over her and said,
1: I followed you here. Did you think you could just walk into another marriage, steal another husband, take his wealth, and then leave?
0: The maid wailed in pain as she crawled backwards in fear for her life. Sue cried,
1: What about our marriage? What about me? You ruined my life.
0: Bao screamed and apologized, but it was no use. Sue said calmly,
1: You'll never break up another happy home again. I'll see to that.
0: Meanwhile, back at the homes, Jen patiently waited for the nanny to return as the time got later and later. She decided to make Bao's room comfortable for when she returns, but as she entered inside, she noticed several bloody rags from her coughing on the bed. At that moment, she realized that the tonic may have given her a terminal illness. (gasps) Overwhelmed with grief, she ran next door to confront Sue. When she arrived, the odor almost made her vomit by the time she reached the front door. Seeing that it was open, she walked in and called out for Sue and Bao. She saw a dim light in the back room and walked toward it. Upon entering, she called out again for Sue but froze in terror, seeing Bao's body dismembered and throat cut on the floor. horror stricken Jen quickly backed out of the room, slipping on the blood that leaked into the hallway. She fell to the floor and saw Sue's maid also lying there, face down. Looking closer, she saw that her insides and organs were cut out from the back of her head all the way down to her lower back, leaving her hollow. Her insides were replaced with bits of wood as if she were a puppet. Not believing what she saw, Jen touched one of the wooden levers in the back of her head which suddenly made the dead nanny's head turn towards her. Startled, she screamed and ran for the exit, bumping into what appeared to be Sue's husband. She quickly discovered that he was the source of the stench, as it was clear that he had been dead for far too long. Also hollowed out, his skin was pale white, dry and cracked. He leaned against the wall, strung up with strings, with that faint smile that he always had on his face. Hysterical, Jen screamed and ran out of the ghastly home. Running home, so many thoughts raced through her mind. Was that why she saw Sue standing so close to her nanny and husband? Did Sue turn them into puppets to fool me? Had they been dead this whole time? Did Sue really butcher her maid? Will she come for me next? Entering her home, she panted as she made her way inside. Her husband was out of town for business. Bao was murdered and Sue was nowhere to be seen. She was all alone. Jen grabbed a blade from the kitchen as she feared for her life. She walked from the dining area to the living space, holding her breath, sweating profusely, hearing nothing but her footsteps and heartbeat. She lit a lantern and frantically looked around, then sighed in relief, seeing that no one else was in the room with her. But then she saw something that looked like a person sitting near her tea table. Tunneling her vision, she advanced slowly to the table, and grabbed the dark figure. Sue turned her head and stood up from the dark corner. Jen screamed and fell down. Her breathing and heartbeat escalated, her eyes widened in terror as Sue slowly approached her. Sue said in a cheerful voice,
1: My dearest friend, please don't be frightened. I'm not here to hurt you. I wanted to tell you I really enjoyed every moment we spent together. You were like the sister or friend I never had.
0: Jen clenched the kitchen knife in tears and started crawling backwards. Sue slowly continued to draw closer and said,
1: I know you've been inside my home. I could imagine what you're probably thinking of me. Please understand, I wasn't completely honest because I was trying to protect you. That shameful thief Bao had it coming. I couldn't let her do to you what she's done to me and my family. She had to pay with her life.
0: Jen stuttered in fright and uttered,
1: Your... your... your maid... your husband...
0: Sue shook her head and said gently,
1: My maid was just a pawn to make everything seem real until she discovered my spouse was dead. So I had to silence her. Don't you see? The spouse you met was never my real husband, just some drunk who couldn't take no for answer, and followed me home one night. It was self-defense. I... I guess he proved useful after all. Everyone in town believed we were married, including you. I thought they made splendid puppets, don't you agree? Even you, you became a part of me to improve your marriage. Seduce your husband, poison Bow. Everything ended the way I've written it. Beautiful, just like a performance.
0: Jen backed herself into a wall as Sue stopped and said,
1: Everything we felt together was real. But I'm afraid now we can never meet again as friends. I will leave now, and we shall meet again, my dear. Please enjoy your love marriage, and the rest of your days with your husband. But I must warn you, if you dare tell anyone who asks about me, anyone looking for me, if you tell them what happened, I will come for you. Don't worry. I'll be watching from afar. Yet, I'll be quite near. Take care, my dear.
0: Sue's image slowly faded into the dark doorway and disappeared. The next day, Many townfolk gathered around Sue's home, and the local magistrate came with investigators to seek out the one responsible for the grisly murders. As Sue was nowhere to be found, Jen was also questioned. Yet she denied all knowledge of any foul play. Though her marriage prevailed for many years, Jen lived frightened by the shadow puppeteer's departing warning, and often felt she was being watched every night. Every now and then, she dreamed of Sue as a friend and other times she'd be haunted by nightmares of her victims and the images she saw that night. But out of fearfulness, she never ever told a soul. Legend has it that over 2,000 years ago in China, an emperor lost the love of his life to an unknown illness that claimed her life. Disheartened from sorrow, he lost all desire to rule the country. A minister found a way to revive his lost love's image in the form of a shadow which brought light into the emperor's life. Hence, shadow puppetry was born. In extremes, love can bring us to do wonderful things and also lead us to darkness when it's taken away. Many fill that void with a similarly powerful yet destructive force. By the by, which extreme are you filled with? Only time will tell. We'll see you next time on Dark Studio. So you've made it to the end. Thanks for tuning in to Dark Studio. Be sure to comment and share the experience. And stay tuned for the next episode.